You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Wednesday, and in these episodes, Sangram and myself, James Carberry, focus on personal development. We'll share books and other resources that are helping us get a little bit better every single day. And remember, like Sangram always says, without a community, you are simply a commodity. Here we go. Well, welcome, everybody. We are so excited to have you join us today. My name is Liz Brohan, and I am CEO of Coleman Brohan Davis, better known as CBD Marketing. And I'm very excited that with me today is Renee Catania, and she is a Senior Associate Brand Manager with Whirlpool Corporation. And together, we're actually going to be talking about how you apply analytics, automation, and attribution, you know, exactly to your MarTech stack to make your revenue and your sales success grow. We'll walk you through exactly how we'll attack the subject today. You know, we're going to start with ways to align your MarTech stack to your buyer's journey and your marketing strategy so that you can really align success and KPIs. Um, The other thing that we really want to talk about today is how you're going to connect and apply analytics, automation, and attribution to the total sales success. And we'll also show you and demonstrate how Whirlpool Corporation's B2B channel kind of put that all together in a couple of exciting ways using integration. And there were two ways that we used integration. The first, of course, was to make sure that there was integration across the entire campaign. And then secondarily, we wanted to make sure that there was integration across the different platforms and systems we were using in our MarTech stack. So I'll have Renee tell you a little bit more about Whirlpool and how we did all that. Sure. Thank you, Liz. First, though, I'm sure most of you are aware of Whirlpool Corporation by name. Um, I just wanted to level set a little bit about our B2B sector. Whirlpool Corporation in B2B is focused on the home builder channel. And there we go to market as a house of brands that include names like Amana, Whirlpool, Maytag, KitchenAid, and Gen Air. And this broad portfolio offers a wide variety of product features, price points, um, and options that help us to meet a wide range of homeowner needs and home builder needs as well. So one of the keys to our success is related to a quote here from Chris Brogan. Um, Marketers need to build digital relationships and reputation before closing a sale. And the key word there is digital. We really understand how important those digital touch points are, especially in our current environment. And that's why we are so dedicated to bringing sales and marketing together at Whirlpool Corporation. So really how we work together is one of our keys to success. At Whirlpool Corporation, our sales and marketing teams, as I said, work really, really closely together toward that common goal, generating leads and therefore generating revenue. And we work to achieve annual contracts with our builders, our large national builders who we work with directly, as well as partnering with distributors and retailers that help us to service some of our smaller, more regional builders and partners. But that customer set is a very diverse customer set. In fact, they fall into 17 different categories. So to boil them down into just a few buckets, those builders, like I mentioned, the large single family or multifamily builders, 
There's also our distribution channel that helps us serve some of those smaller partners and then the influencer community. And for us, that would be designers and architects. And we know that when a designer specifies one of our products in their design, 80% of the time that home buyer or remodeling client will heed that designer's advice and purchase the product that they recommended. So for us, we really understand that that design community is very influential and hugely important to us. As I mentioned, our sales and marketing teams are in constant communication to make sure that we're meeting the needs of all of our B2B customers, but reaching a group that broad is a really large undertaking. And we knew that we could really improve our value to everyone in the builder channel if we had a smarter tech strategy. So that's when we tapped into our really strong partnership with CBD marketing to do that. Well, what we learned from everything that Renee had just told you about was that the, the focus for our campaign and our work together really needed to be concentrated on lead generation so that there was an overall growth strategy, but we weren't looking for just a quantity of leads. We were really looking to drive quality. So we were looking to start perhaps with developing some strong, you know, marketing qualified leads, but building those into sales qualified leads. So to do this, we had to really look at those target audiences that Renee just walked us through. We realized immediately that there were changes and behavioral alterations that we needed to account for. You know, they were getting a little younger. So digital is going to be important, as Renee mentioned. And also they're out in the field constantly. They're on their job sites. So we needed to be able to accommodate all kinds of different devices so that we could get the information that they needed when they needed it from Whirlpool Corporation. We also had to take a look at a very large network of websites that the Whirlpool Corporation had where they were accessing different kinds of information. We wanted to provide cohesion across some of those different websites and maybe even focus on one place where more of this information could become an information hub. And then lastly, we knew that we had to, you know, really look at what kind of integration we were going to be leveraging in terms of what marketing technologies could help us during what phases of the buyer's journey. But as you know, you know, that digital kind of wild, wild west that we live in offers quite a few challenges. You know, we know that there are multiple MarTech platforms and systems and stakeholders. So all of that needs to be taken into account as you start looking at what would really help you drive the growth that you're looking for. We also realize that there's a lot of overlap in these services. There's integration features that kind of similar are similar to one another. So when you're doing your evaluations, you need to be looking at what overlap there might be and how you might be able to integrate those in a smoother situation. We also know that what businesses have is often underutilized. You know, one department might not know exactly what is even available within the corporation. And, and so that has to be considered and you'll need the IT department to try and help you get a cohesive audit of everything that's in that, that suite of services. And, and then also, you know, Renee talked about this, you need for kind of a unified sales focused approach so that we really can, you know, migrate our MQLs to SQLs. So the next slide that I want to show you, I think is pretty familiar to all of you. 
It's one of our favorites. It just shows the over 7,000 different you know, systems and platforms available in the marketing technology world. So we always give a nod to our friends at Marketing Technology Inc. to provide this information to us. We also love to follow the quote of Steve Jobs. We thank him for this one. We do believe that you have to start with the customer experience and work back towards the technology that will enhance that customer experience and not the other way around. So let's take a quick look at what that buyer's journey looks like. And here's how we map that out for all of our clients. As you can see, we've taken each of the different steps of where someone is in the buyer's journey, and we've matched that with exactly what we think their behavior is during that stage. And then we've overlaid kind of what marketing strategy best serves that particular phase of the journey. So as you can see, you know, it starts with awareness and we'll move all the way through what we would call, you know, advocacy for those who are your current clients and how they might help you and allow you to leverage their experiences for other lead gen opportunities. Okay, so the three A's. At Whirlpool Corp, we are always measured on the effectiveness of our efforts and how that correlates to sales. And that's why we've been working with CBD across those three A's. So analytics, automation, and attribution. That was so critical for us to take a look at those and figure out how we could measure. So let's take a closer look at what we've been up to. So for analytics, first we looked at everything that we were leveraging so far. Um, what strategies and tactics were working, what wasn't. Here's where we wanna optimize those marketing budgets. We wanna shift the resources from the strategies and tactics that produce our, the best results for us um, and utilize testing to produce those insights that optimize our messaging and our creative strategy. Uh, this approach helps us to improve our campaign results, to maximize those impressions and engagement, but at the same time help us reduce some of our costs as well. Um, we want to know what actions our website users are taking and what happens if we've made adjustments to the site. Um, here's where we want to maximize those website conversions and increase our partner requests and ultimately then our overall revenue. But of course, we want to also understand what's happening in our industry and our competitive set. This contributes to improved product offerings and services, and that in turn, again, contributes to capture, uh, capturing a larger percentage of market share. And everything is evaluated using pretty specific software to gather the data. Um, in our case, we used uh, Google Analytics and Adobe Analytics to play a, a pretty significant role, as did some of the other partners like Hotjar, um, Meltwater, et cetera. So then on to automation. Once we identify what works, we start automating. Segmented our content by audience. We set up trigger emails based on our customer's behavior, whether that was engagement with our content, registering for an event, or downloading content from our website. So analyzing those behaviors allowed us to further tailor our lead scoring. And we know that marketing automation can substantially increase our operational efficiencies. It reduces the manual work that was performed by the marketing and sales teams. And 
it really assisted the sales team with relationship building because it freed up the sales team to go out and close those sales rather than having to spend all of their time nurturing. The automation did that for them. It also allows our sales team to focus on opportunities with the highest likelihood of conversion. And importantly, it moves those prospects through the cycle much more quickly. So for the purposes of our automation, um, we used software such as HubSpot, Salesforce, and SharpSpring because of their really strong automation capabilities. And finally, attribution, the third A. So attribution as we define it for Whirlpool Corporation for our stage of development um, and what we wanted to achieve. By knowing the journey our users took, we were able to migrate those marketing qualified leads to sales qualified leads. We looked closer at who we converted, and then we looked backwards to see where we first made that connection. So was it through media? Was it through a trade show, through a social media post? And then we tracked their movement through our content to better figure out what they found interesting or useful based on their behaviors. And to do all of this, we were actually able to use much of the same software from our analytics and automation stages, like Google Analytics, um, Adobe Analytics, and again, HubSpot. So with all of that in mind, with Whirlpool Corporation, here is exactly what we landed on in terms of the technology that would help us move prospects and, and customers through our funnel. So one of the things we're going to talk about in a minute is a website, a destination or an information you know, hub or ecosystem where everyone can be driven back to time and time again to develop those relationships and engage in great content that is helpful to doing your job. We also, as Renee mentioned, you know, with a very robust CRM system, we are able to automate a lot of those touch points and really help the sales team focus on what's most important you know, to driving those leads into sales. You know, we also have, you know, an email service provider that we use to help us deploy all of that. We use a DSP so that we're reaching people where they are, as we mentioned before, being where those target audiences are couldn't be more important in this day and age. And there's other automation tools and of course, analytics tools that we use. And the one thing I did want to mention, because it's a little outside some people's, you know, realm of thought, is the idea that you do need to overlay social listening across all of this technology, because there is really a great deal of insight that can be driven when you're listening to conversations from your customers in real time and knowing exactly where they are when they're talking about your brand and services. So, you know, we spoke just a minute ago about the importance of having a website or, you know, a central ecosystem where your customers can come back and visit you time and time again to really grow that relationship and get relevant information that helps them in their day-to-day -day business. For Whirlpool Corporation, that site is Whirlpool Pro. And it doesn't matter where the individual is within the funnel or within the sales cycle, they could be in the consideration side of things, or they could actually be in active evaluation. But this is the website that will give them all the information they need regardless of where they are in that process. And as you might guess, everything that we do drives individuals to visit this website. So, you know, we have a very robust marketing campaign out there called Count on Us 
So that drives all of our leads to this site. You, we also use our CRM system to develop emails and newsletters that are relevant. We use our DSP to really make sure that we're getting to these individuals at the places that we know they consume data. So everything that we do, all the direct channels, trade show leads, our owned media, all point towards Whirlpool Pro. One of the things I give Whirlpool Corporation a lot of credit for is that they are very data-driven. They want all the decisions that you're making to really rely on the data that points to this as being the best way to go. So we also like the idea of having all of this data available to us so that we can drive insights that we believe are gonna move the business. So as you can see, this illustrates just how deeply our testing strategy goes in order to drive some of that data. So we're measuring everything we do on behalf of Whirlpool Corporation, and we're really optimizing what we see out of all of those results. We do quite a bit of creative testing, which means we're taking a look at messages, we're matching them up to the appropriate target audience, and then we're putting them out in different ways through a marketing campaign and looking at what messages in what medium drove the best response. We, we then take a look at the user experience from Whirlpool Pro and we marry up content and how to make the move through that site in a way that we feel will be most relevant and really keep them engaged with the brands that they're most interested in for their building projects. Of course, what we do then is overlay the attribution modeling. Renee defined exactly what they're looking for out of attribution. So what we wanna do with our marketing campaign is really prove what that ROI is. And we also wanna make sure that on an ongoing basis, we're optimizing exactly what that mix is and making sure we think we've got the strongest solution in the marketplace to really drive more more marketing qualified leads and then turn them into sales qualified leads. So in terms of results, using that three A's approach with our integrated MarTech stack, the results really speak for themselves. When we look at 2018 versus 2019, um, our reallocation of our print media budget over to our digital media budget ended up resulting in two and a half times the impression despite a 10% increase in our overall spend. Our programmatic ad buying in-house created record setting efficiencies for our media budget while at the same time it increased our reach significantly. Um, we saw 334% increase in users and our cost per click actually went down from $4.50 to $1.78 per which is unbelievable for us. Um, our paid media optimizations, our content, our CRM engagements led to a 122% increase in traffic to our website, Whirlpool Pro, year over year. And we were able to sell, uh, send over 1,400 sales qualified leads over to our sales team, whether that came from a Whirlpool Pro lead, a trade show, or from something out of our MQL program. And overall, our CRM database increased by over 173% in uh, over 2018. So we saw really, really great results through this partnership and the changes that we were able to make to our program. Um, and we thank CBD and uh, their guidance and leadership for that. So you've seen how we've used marketing technology 
We've aligned it to the buyer's journey so that we can use it appropriately to move customers through the funnel. And we've really applied those three A's to make sure that everything we do drives growth on behalf of Whirlpool Corporation. So as a B2B marketer yourself, I, can, I know you understand the importance of making sure you've got a tech stack that works very hard against all all of your marketing efforts and each of those components within your initiatives. So we would just like to invite you to ask us any questions that you might have about what you've heard and learned today. Both Renee and I are available on our email or you could get us through probably LinkedIn and Twitter. So we would be happy to take any of your questions and we, we thank you very much for being part of this today. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.